Hello, and welcome back to the 32 podcast, the podcast, which aims to make you happy, smile and laugh as we spill all the tea and explain all the things. Today is a pop culture recap. I'm your host, Kate. So happy to be with you. I haven't like talked to you guys in a little bit because we had, you know, Minden and Jesse on the show last week, loved having them. I can't wait for them to come back, but I'm just a lone ranger this week yet again. I know you guys love that because I go on all my tangents. Um, but yeah, a lot of pop culture stuff to go through in the last couple of weeks since I've recapped you all. I don't know what's going on in Hollywood, but like some people are literally losing their minds, um, which they should seek help for that if it truly is a loss of mind problem. However, we're going to go through it all, have some, you know, little stories to tell along the way. Here's a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll get into the tea spilling. Okay, so so much has happened since we last, I don't know, spoke, met, I guess since I last spoke. I don't know. I I hear from my friends that listen that when I have solo episodes, it feels like I'm talking to them and like we're having a conversation and I appreciate that very much so. So let's continue that. So last, last we spoke, Rihanna was pregnant, which was the biggest story ever. Lauren was with us. That was great. Obviously, last week, like I said, was Jesse Minden. That was more of a Housewives-focused episode, as you all, I'm sure, discovered. But we have to break down all the stuff that's happening in pop culture because I'm overwhelmed with the information that's going on. There's there's a lot going on. Like It's, it's if the universe knew that I had a show that's supposed to come out every Thursday and is providing content for everyone, which like, thank you, because sometimes, you know, sometimes I end the show with like a weird story or like, you know odd stuff. There's no odd stuff. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be, I take that back. There's going to be odd stuff because I'm going to go off on a tangent, I'm sure at some point, but I'm really kind of still jarred about that story from the New York post about the girl with her period and what she did with it, which like, I don't want to period shame anyone, but like that was a lot. So there's nothing, (laughs) there's nothing from the New York post today because I simply cannot. Anyway, let's start with the Super Bowl. I watched, I placed a bet. I lost my bet. So let me, okay. Super Bowl was in LA Rams versus Bengals. Obviously the Rams are from LA now. I guess they were originally from LA like years and years ago. They moved to St. Louis. I don't know. Paul told me all this crap. I don't remember, but the Rams won. It was star, a star studded event. Obviously it's in LA. Um, the reason I lost a bet was because I was going to this. Okay. Let me hang on. Let me buffer. My brain's moving too fast. The way I would think to make a bet is I think a team is going to win. And if you bet me, you think that team will lose. That's how I make a bet. Apparently, gambling doesn't think that way. Apparently, gambling thinks you need to think this team will win by a certain point margin on a percentage where the sun is a certain height and you have to, you know, touch a piece of wood. And it's the gambling is so stupid. So... There was a viral TikTok that I saw a couple weeks ago that talked about like a money line or a parlay and all these words. I don't know. And I told Paul I made bets and he laughed at me because he knew I didn't because I don't know what the words mean. So I asked him what they meant. And apparently a money line is you bet, you make a bet, but then you it's based on the point spread. So like, so come to my understanding, a money line is you based on the point spread. A point spread is what the experts say the winning team will win by. So the Rams were to win by four. That was a point spread. So Paul bet me 
the money line. I wanted the Rams to win, but the Rams had to win by four points. The Rams won by three points. That's why I did not win said bet. However, my point is like, why can't we just bet if a team is going to win or lose? And apparently, according to my husband, that's not fun. Sure it is. It's just a simple bet. And I don't understand how like a lot of gambling and these bets and point spreads and things come from men. And it's very complex when like y'all are simple creatures. Does this not make sense? Like I'm coming from a place where like you're trying to mansplain me what a money line and a parlay and a point spread and bets work when in reality, I just want one team to win and one team to lose. Why am I, why am I the one that's like making the most sense when you are trying to explain complexities that make no sense? Only men, I'm telling you what, like to all the men that listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. And I hope you want all your bets, but like it, what a man thing to do. Women just like take the bull by the horns. Like this team's going to win. This team's going to lose. We don't, we don't mess around with the anything else. It's just, that's it. Win or lose black and white peanut butter and jelly, like just straight up, you know, like I, it's and so annoying. Cause I lost my bet. By a point. And might I add, if the Rams kicker, no offense to him, I don't know his name, had gotten that extra point and not, if the holder had not fuddled the holding and the extra point could have been kicked, I would have won my bet. Which Paul does not listen to the podcast, like you all know, and we've had conversations about it. I'm not going to pay him. Does he think that I will? This podcast makes no money. How does he think I can afford this bet? He's a fool. And if he does listen to this episode, I'm screwed. <laughs> but I don't think he will because we've talked. I even, we had a whole conversation the other day about how, by the way, you listen, you love me. You're five minutes in more than that at this point. But a, a listen or a play, I think is 60 seconds of content. You can't listen to 60 seconds and support your wife on her mission to be the best podcast out there. Which may never happen because, like, my business skills are not exceptional. And I really do feel like I missed the boat. You know, like the big money boat that came through my harbor. Like, it it left. Like, I see it and it left. Like, I feel like if I had started this podcast five years ago, I may be in a different place. But you never know. Hey, you never know. It's episode 20. Who knows where I could be at episode 2000? Oh, my God. That's a lot of episodes. We'll get there. That's like 40 years of episodes. We'll have to call it 70, dude. <laughs> okay. Regardless. See? Tangent. Um, congrats to the Rams. I wanted you to win. You won. So happy for you. Matt Stafford is awesome. And you know, this is my whole thing. He's been in the league for a lot longer than Joe Burrow. And not that Joe Burrow is not a stud. Because Joe Burrow is a stud. Like, wow. Just God had a good day when he made Joe Burrow. That's all. I'm, we can all agree on that. No matter who you are, we, we can all agree. But Matt Stafford is going to have less time in the league moving forward. So if this was his time, I'm happy that it's his time. You know, Joe Burrow will have another chance. That's my creaky chair. Sorry. Joe Burrow will have another chance to win. And I think he will because he's good. So anyway, one celebrity I'd like to mention, if you saw my Instagram stories, Prince Harry was at the Super Bowl. I don't understand why. 
Princess Eugenie was there as well, his cousin. I don't know why she's in LA. Do you think maybe she's like going as like a, like an olive branch to the family? Like I will go and see if Harry will come back to us. Probably not. But then I wonder like, was Jack's Brooksbank, her husband there? What about the baby? I just have so many questions. Megan was not there. Of course not. She can't be seen. I don't know. I just have a lot of questions. And then I'm thinking to myself, are they thinking the whole, do they call it American football the whole time? Or did he say, hey, huge, we're going to a football game. And she was like, oh, great. Did she think it was soccer? These are questions I'll never have answered because I'm not friends with the Royals. Could you imagine if I was though? That'd be cool. But I couldn't talk about it. I would, but I don't think I would be allowed. <laughs> I have always said, I have always said this, that if I could be friends with the Royals, I would want to be friends with Zara Phillips, who is Prince William's cousin. She's Princess Anne's daughter. Eugenie, who is obviously Prince Andrew's daughter, and Sarah Ferguson. She got married a couple years ago. We all know who she is. If I couldn't be friends with Kate Middleton, obviously I would. But she's very high profile, very high status. I want to be friends with the lower status royal. You're still a princess. Your grandmother's still the queen. But you're a little more accessible, you know? That's my thing. And of course, I would adore Kate at any moment I could bow and curtsy, all that things. But, you know, if, t- just to like infiltrate the system, not in a weird, like, you know, illegal way, but just to be friends. That's what I'm saying. Every now and then, Princess Eugenie, she has an Instagram. It's public. Like she, she's allowed as a non-senior level royal to have one. She posts like, show me your, like, what does she say? Last, her last anniversary she posted like, if it's your anniversary too, let us know and I'll repost your post. I thought about lying <laughs> and sending it to her and tagging her in it to see if she would repost my post. Cause that would be cool. Like a Royal knows I exist for just a hot second. Like she sees my face next time she doesn't, I'm going to do it. And she's like, post a picture of your child. I'll post a picture of Ella. <laughs> I'll just lie <laughs> or Abby, but Ella has my hair color. So it looks like me. Ella's my niece. So is Abby. They're both, they're great. You've heard about them before, I think. But yeah, that's what I'll do. Speaking of Royals, those that were not at the Super Bowl, but we have an update on them. Prince Charles has COVID. The Duchess of Cornwall, Camilla has COVID. And everyone's looking at the queen like, is the queen going to get COVID? Because Prince Charles saw the queen on the day of her Jubilee. And then two days later, test positive. All the Royal followers are like, Oh no. Queenie, it's not your time. And if Charles is the one that takes her down, oh no. I can't fathom. I just can't fathom that. Like how, how wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I can't talk about the queen, not being the queen. Like we not, we all know how it gets me, but I, it, no, this is not it. But she had she had two engagements this week in person. So all of you royal people who were like, the queen's been dead and she she's very much alive. She looks great. She's wearing very bright colors for spring. She's fine. Since she did an in-person engagement, we can confirm she does not have COVID, which is wonderful. Thank God. God save the queen. All the things. One more royal update since we're here. <laughs> Prince Andrew has settled his um, civil suit with the woman who 
presented sexual assault allegations to him. He paid her 12 million pounds. I don't know that he's worth 12 million pounds, but we all know who is. Which I have things to say about this because two years ago when all this stuff happened, she stripped him of his money, like his steady income of money. But I don't know how much he was sitting on, you know, which with his estates and all the things. Like his dukedom of York, I think that dukedom makes a lot of money. So either he, this, his, I don't want to keep saying dukedom, but that's what it is. <laughs> his revenue stream through that when he was making money from it, I'm sure made a lot because the royals make most of their money from farming and land and obviously taxes, but like the ownership and the farming and all that stuff. It's England. They have grass, you know, everywhere. Um, but 12 million pounds he paid this woman. And I don't know that that what she considers is enough, but he settled out of court or out of trial, obviously. So he will not be coming to America to have to testify and to, you know, plead his case. He can stay in England and rot forever. I saw a very, um, like a paparazzi picture of him recently with Sarah Ferguson, his ex-wife who he still lives with. Their relationship is complicated. Um, but they referred to him as Andrew Windsor. <laughs> and I got such a kick out of that because I guess he was stripped of all his titles, but he's always going to be a prince. Like his mother's the queen. And we know him as Prince Andrew. But it was just funny that this person was like, Andrew Windsor is here. Like, that that's so shady. I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. I think that's all the royal news I have. Let me see. Let me think in my brain. Yeah, that's all the royal news we have. Okay. Moving on to the pop culture things. Most of this is about Americans, so no more British royal news. And that's okay. Our first story, all the following stories are going to come from E! News. So if you want to go to their Instagram page, I will obviously post all the pictures and the information about these people. But, you know, just if you want to follow along with me as I as I chit-chat with you. Kanye West and his person, Julia Fox, girlfriend, date, muse, some have called her recently, um, have broken up after this romance. They met on New Year's Eve. So six weeks of dating all to be broken up. They obviously were very everywhere. I've talked on previous podcasts how they were like making out in public and making videos and doing all the stuff. It seems like a publicity stunt. And for two very, for one very famous person and one, I wouldn't even say recognizable because I didn't know who she was before this, but I guess she's been in, in circles in the past. Okay. I don't know what's so wrong with the publicity stunt, honestly. Like I know it gets our attention. It kind of dupes us, but I don't know what's so wrong because how is that not, you know, any other type of PR? It's just, it's getting your name out there. It's getting your face out there. It's, it's presenting a narrative. How is that not what the news does? How is that not what any other celebrity does? I don't know. Like, I know we all want true love, but that's not the world we live in currently. So they're broken up. And Kanye Dunn lost his mind about Pete and Kim, which I still can't believe they're going strong. Is that the, it's going strong. The phrase we're going to use moving forward together. He referred to her as his girlfriend in an interview. And I was like, Oh, the world was like, Oh my word. He said girlfriend, but like, she's been married three times. She has four kids. 
I wouldn't want to be someone's girlfriend in my 40s. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, I don't know. But Kanye had has all sorts of things to say on his Instagram about Pete Davidson and his presence in his life and his kids' lives and Kim and how he wants Kim back and he wants his family back together. Then, sir, you need to put in some effort and perhaps healing the wounds internally that caused Kim to leave you. Because the pathways in your brain don't go to the correct spaces. And that's not anything I'm saying with judgment. It's the truth. We all know that Kanye has a history of manic episodes. I believe he is currently in a manic episode. Again, no shade. Seek the help and get the help that you need. And perhaps you can reunite your family. But you are parading around making Kim look like an idiot while she has not said a single bad word about you. And you are blasting her and blasting your kids and blasting her friends, family, Pete. Like, just be quiet. People can't make fun of you and people can't, you know, exploit the things that you're exploiting if you are quiet. But Kanye's not a quiet person, obviously. I can't conceive that a lot of this is for anything else. This, this uh, Maybe this is just how he processes, but like, can some of this not be private? And I think that was part of Kim's problem. And one of the reasons that she left him, I'm assuming she left him, by the way. Yeah, she filed. Yeah, she did file. Because he's constantly in these episodes and does not seek help. He just goes to his ranch in Wyoming and has fits. That's not acceptable behavior. We can't have that. You have four kids, four young kids under the age of 10. Like get your mind right. That's her whole point. I think that's her whole point. Get your mind right. And then perhaps at least be amicable. I don't know how this shows amicability. Is that a word? Sure. I don't know how this expresses that. Like you're begging for your wife back. You're begging for this family, but you are doing it in such a pompous, like, loud, flagrant way that like, what, what is this going to achieve? I don't know. Kanye or yay. I think it only goes by yay. Hmm. Anyway, that's that on that. But apparently just one other side note, Pete Davidson sent Khloe Kardashian flowers for Valentine's day. And I think that's very nice, but I do I feel for Chloe, obviously we've talked about before, Tristan, all this, all this BS, but it's kind of like a consolation. Like, oh, my sister's boyfriend sent me flowers because I'm obviously like seen as miserable in the spotlight, you know, like that's kind of like, are these pity flowers? But the Kardashians get floral arrangements all the time. If you follow any of them on Instagram, it's like constant flowers. So maybe she doesn't care. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, um, some masked singer news, which I really don't ever talk about. However, my friend Caitlin is insistent that I watch the next season. So I will. March 9th is the premiere date. I will I will be watching. Um, Robin Thicke and Ken Jong walked off. They are two hosts of the show. They walked off the set when a contestant was announced. I will not reveal who the contestant is. If you are a fan of the show, you can Google it yourself because they did re- they did release it, which pissed Caitlin off. 
because of the integrity of the show. And I agree. Um, but they walked off the set based on who this person was. Um, I will say that this person is a conservative in the media celebrity space. It's not Donald Trump. I'll just put, I'll say it that it's not Donald Trump, but they walked off set. And to Caitlin's point, she said this to me, I'm surprised they let this out, but they, I guess, caused a big enough of a stir by walking off that, you know, it was a big deal, but I find that so rude. Like you're the host. You're no, not host. They, um, they're like on the, um, judging panel, I guess. Yeah. Judging panel. This person's a contestant. And I think having them revealed so soon means they lost. <laughs> so if you're a losing contestant and you're still going to walk off because you hate them, I don't know. It seems unprofessional to me. Seems unprofessional to me. <sighs> um, yeah. Anyway, next story. Bob Saget's cause of death has been revealed as multiple injuries to the head which the coroner reports that is mostly seen in violent falls and violent head trauma, like baseball bats to the back of the head or falls from 20 to 30 feet. This obviously is a change of information as to what we've already received that he died in his sleep. He felt no pain, stuff like that. But this is obviously a big swing from that. So now we're all wondering if there's foul play, his family and I don't disagree with this. His family is essentially filing. They filed either paperwork. I don't know if it's a lawsuit, but they filed some sort of legal paperwork that they don't want any of this information out anymore, which I can truly understand. I can. Um, but maybe we'll get some final answers later on, but out of respect for his family and for Bob, obviously we want to do what they want to do, but yeah, it, the, the cause of his death has changed quite a bit which is really unfortunate because again, I say he was America's dad and we loved him. So may his family have peace and um, resolution to the cause of his death and get answers. He was in a hotel. So perhaps that there's camera footage and all that stuff. So hopefully we'll get that. Okay. My next story, Sean White is competing in this year's Olympics or already competed. Um, He did not win a medal, but it was his, fifth Olympic games. And I just have to shout him out five Olympics. That is the most amazing thing. I, I can't imagine going to the Olympics for five minutes, let alone five times. That's 20 years of Olympics. Um, he snowboarded, he competed, he did a wonderful job. Um, I'm as an American, as a fan of the sport, which I'm, you know, only a fan of the sport every four years, but I, I think that is so cool. And I would like to say that his girlfriend is Nina Dobrev, who was on the Vampire Diaries. And they're the cutest, most unexpected couple. I just love it so much. And she they, she was at the watch party. She got her nails done with Sean White on her nail. It, it was just all so cute. Not the point of his Olympic career, but he is done snowboarding, I think, like competition-wise. And he was so emotional at the end of it. And it was really just really beautiful. Like despite his performance and despite that he didn't medal or anything, he just seems so happy to have competed and to still be a part of the sport. And I, I love that. I love happy endings in sports because not, I mean, not everybody can go on forever. You know, he's competing with kids who were not alive when he started snowboarding. 
And, you know, the commentators at NBC and everyone are talking about how he created this sport. He made the sport what it is. And he truly did. And I don't know that we're going to see another person like that in our lifetime. To really, to excel a sport so far. It's so great. Like he's, he's the Tony Hawk. He's, I guess there's other golfers than Tiger Woods, but like he's, he's the greatest snowboarder that's ever done it. And we're living in his time. I just think that's so cool. And can I tell you the panic that I feel watching these guys snowboard and girls, all the people compete in snowboard, the actual panic that I feel. It's unbelievable. Like they get so far in the air and I just like their poor faces and backs and butts. Like you must be in so much pain all the time. (laughs) I saw an interview with Sean White. And he was saying, yeah, I lean over and my back hurts. And all the young ones are wondering why my back hurts because I'm 35. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You're right. I'm going to be 32 this year and everything hurts. Like, I hear you, man. And I'm not doing flips and twists in the air with a snowboard in the cold weather because the cold weather makes your joints hurt worse for you youngins out there. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for Sean that he ended his career on his terms. And hopefully we get an engagement out of them soon. That would be so cool. Like his next step in life is to be a good husband to Nina Dobrev and like teach your kids to snowboard. Oh, that'd be so cool. If you need a little joy, I'll post this on my Instagram, um, at 32 pod on Instagram. There is a kid that went viral on TikTok for snowboarding. He's four years old for snowboarding in a dinosaur suit. And his parents mic'd him up to snowboard. It's the sweetest sweetest sound and sweetest words I've ever heard. And he falls in the snow and he gets stuck and he goes, Oh, I'm a stuckosaurus. And I just, and I love that kid energy, man. I, I think that is so, so funny, <laughs> but this it's I'll post it. It's, it's so sweet. Um, I, yeah, all to all the winter Olympians. I am absolutely in awe of you. I, I can't, I don't ski, as you all know. I can't ice skate. I can barely breathe at altitude. So, like, I can't even comprehend doing most of these things. But, like, the ski jumping people? Oh, my word. I am amazed. Their parents must have such high blood pressure. Honestly, like, just put me on prophylactic meds if my kids are ever in sports like this because I will not be able to handle it. Like, oh, yeah, what does your kid do? Oh, they ski jump. What? Like, I, oh, oh my God. The brokenness of like the bones and the, he- I I can't, it, it's so pit inducing. It's so scary. <laughs> not, I mean, not an issue today, but like if I ever meet a ski jumper, I'm, I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions. Like what's your adrenaline? Like, like what, what freaks you out? They can't be afraid of heights. They can't be afraid of speed. They can't be afraid of falling because they are falling. They fall through the air as a sport with tree trunks on their feet. Like I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, some people are just made different. I am not one of those people. I, my husband asked me if I were to go to the Olympics with, as a winter sport, what would I do? And I asked him abilities or preference because I have no abilities. However, and not to offend anyone, but I am probably closest in ability to the curling people because I'm off our floors. That's my only qualification, which is not a qualification whatsoever. But it, it, it's akin. And, you know, you're all agreeing with me. I know you're nodding your heads. Yes. But if I got to pick my talent and like pick my sport, 
I had a really hard time with this because I would want to say that I would be a figure skater, but no, mm -mm. no, I don't think so. My ass would hit that ice a billion times. That's not fun. But if I could, I'd probably, honestly, I'd probably like cross country ski because it's not really from heights, but it's like really endurance. And I ran a marathon once. I could train to do that. Or I'd want to snowboard, not like Chloe Kim, but like there was like a snowboard racing that I saw. I'd want to do that. But I would definitely not want to do the monobob or the luge, or the skeleton, none of that. Hell no. None of that. That is not for me. That is not for me. I don't know who that's for. These people I'm telling, they're, they're made differently. These winter athletes are made differently because the summer athletes don't really go through all this like endorphins. No, they haven't. No, that's not what I mean. All this adrenaline. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do in different ways, but I don't know that there's like a death defying summer sport. And if there is, oh, I guess there's rock climbing, but you're tethered in. I'll figure it out. Uh, what, next time they come around, we'll talk about it. All right. That must be my, my Olympics rant through for the day. Okay. Our next story is still from E! News. And I, if you are interested, please go to this article because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of content here that I can't spend time reading, but, um, it's, it's very good. So Aquafina, the actress, she was in crazy rich Asians, oceans eight. She was in the latest Marvel movie, um, said that she is leaving Twitter and she has since left Twitter. Um, per my therapist, I will see you in a few years. To my fans, thank you for the love and support. Someone who wishes they could be a better person for you. I apologize if I ever fall, fell short and anything I did, you're in my heart always. So she has received a lot of criticism on Twitter mostly and in recent months, days, whatever, um, for essentially cultural appropriation and you know using African-American vernacular English in her comedy, in her performances, things like that. And the reason I share this is, you know, obviously I don't, I don't submit to cancel culture, obviously. And not that she was canceled, but she felt strong enough and she was being criticized enough on a platform to leave said platform as a person in, in public life that is kind of a big deal. Um, she had some very poignant words to say in regards to cultural appropriation and this type of behavior or accusation in this article. And, you know, she says it's a problem that we see where globalized internet slang, which I is what people are saying that she uses, but it is akin to AAVE, um, play a factor in the line between offense and pop culture. And I, I really like that phrase because it's so true. Like, and this is not just true in cultural things. It's, you know, it's globally, I think across the board, the line has blurred so far and especially the threshold for people getting canceled, quote unquote, has become so low that it's almost impossible to, to recognize at this point. And, you know, I feel like it's been in the news a lot in the last couple of years of holding people accountable. And, you know, like I said in the last few episodes, like, do the work, be better. Like, but how? Like, how can people possibly acknowledge their wrongdoings if it's unsure what they've done. And I don't think she's, she's not unsure. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, she says as a, as a person of color, but a non-black person of color, I stand by the fact that I, I will always listen and work tirelessly to understand the history and context of what I'm saying, which I can appreciate, you know, 
she's an immigrant and she says, I will, I will work tirelessly to understand and do better and uplift communities that are underserved. I think that's great. I think that that, that is a very appropriate and intelligent response. And it's a call to action because again, she's not saying I'm going to do, I'm going to do better. She's saying how she plans to improve herself. And that's all we can ask for. I, you know, I, I like her as an actress. I like her stuff. She was recently in a Super Bowl commercial. So I don't know that this is a full cancellation, but I, I think if this is going to draw attention to anything, it draws attention to how you respond to accusations of this nature and how, you know, you can stand up for yourself as well. That's what I'll say. But if you want more on that, please go to E! News. I'll put the link in my Instagram stories. It's it's a really good article. I There's just a lot of content to read and I, I don't want to bore you with the real words. So it, but yes, it's, it's very good. Okay. Moving on. Kylie Jenner had her baby. This we know, but the baby's name is Wolf Webster. Now the name predictors on TikTok did not predict the name Wolf. They predicted more weather names because Stormy's name is Stormy. I think that Rain's already, um, Courtney's son's name, but they predicted other things. I think like cloud (laughs) or sunny. I think sunny was one, which would kind of be funny. Stormy and sunny. I think that would have been funny. Um, but a lot of celebrities actually named their kid Wolf or like have the middle name Wolf and they've all come out of the woodwork to post like a, we did it first picture. And it's like me and my Wolfie, my Wolfie, my love. And it's like, stop being so thirsty. Like enough of this. I think a few years ago, I think it's Zoe Deschanel has a son named Charlie Wolf and Lauren Conrad named her second son, Charlie Wolf. Cause I guess Wolf is a family name and she got some heat from Zoe Deschanel. I'll look it up for you. But this name has been around. It's also an animal. So like, okay, whatever. Like, great. Wolf Webster. I personally love the alliteration. So there that is. All right. Next story. We haven't seen a picture of the baby either. Um, we have not seen a picture of him. We've seen a hand. But the same was said for Stormy. We looked at Stormy holding her nail for like two months before we saw a picture of Stormy. So it's it's fine. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get what we need when we get it. Next story. Billie Eilish um, had an event at one of her concerts where someone was, you know, being shoved and, you know, started like they started to feel like they couldn't breathe. So she stopped her show and, you know, got that person to safety and got got them an inhaler and what they needed and they were fine. And she said, "I, I will always do what's best for my fans. Well, who do we think had words for her? Kanye West. He always has words, obviously. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, Kanye had words for her, basically like, don't throw Trav under the bus like that. Like, you know, that's not nice to, and she, and essentially alluding to the fact that like this same sort of event happened at Astro World, and it was a horrible, horrible, catastrophic event. Billy was simply drawing attention to the fact that, you know, this is the right thing to do. Not making an example out of Travis Scott, but like, this is, this is what I did for a fan. And then it went viral because this is what I did for a fan because I care about my fans. Of course she does. Who doesn't care about their fans as an artist? If you don't, you're that, that sucks. Right. 
So Billie Eilish clapped back at Kanye and was like, I literally never said anything about Travis Scott. I'm just keeping my fans safe. I love a girl who puts Kanye in his place. And whether or not you think that like is like strong words and it was all, it was on Instagram. So like, it's not, you know, it's not a conversation, but still like the audacity of Kanye West to be like, don't bring up Travis Scott. And she's like, I didn't (laughs) like relax. I didn't, you know, I, I love that. I love it so much. Um, next story, Nick Cannon wants Mariah Carey back. And I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to my episode with Lauren because I'm pretty sure we talked about this. <laughs> After eight years of divorce and five kids with other women, apparently he still loves her and wants her back. Girl, run. Run far. No. I'm sorry. No. Negative. Not happening. She is the queen of Christmas. No. She is currently in. <laughs> she's currently frosted over her. <laughs> <laughs> and we will thaw her out November 1st. But no, this does not work. No, I'm sorry. You don't get to be a, I don't want to use the word selfish, but I kind of do. You Okay, let me think about this. One does not get to run around town, putting it where he wants to put it, at any and all times of day and night with whomever. Obviously, we see the evidence. And not that he's not owning up to it, but still, it's like, it's it's happening. And then be like, I want my ex-wife back. It's like, no, this doesn't erase our divorce. This doesn't erase what you've done, regardless of the two kids we have. And then, you know, you're gallivanting around town with all these other women. No, uh, no, ain't no way. This is not happening. No. Mm-mm. Mariah Carey will not. No. She's actually lived a very interesting life, Mariah Carey. When she was married to Tommy Mottola from Sony, and he, like, you know, was horrible. I'll provide more on that later with context. But, like, she's already been through two bad marriages, Nick Cannon included. Like, she's not going to take you back. No. And she was recently engaged to some billionaire, but I think they broke up. Some Australian billionaire. That, That rings a bell. I'll investigate that for you. But no, no, this is not happening. No. No, no, not with another baby on a way with another woman. <laughs> like what? No, 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 nope. Keep moving forward. No, no, sir. No. In additional breakup news, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers have broken up, which is a shock to no one because they had a whirlwind romance and they have absolutely nothing in common. She does not know any rules of football. I don't think she cares. And does she want to live in Green Bay, Wisconsin? I asked my husband that and he was like, well, he might be a free agent. He can go somewhere else. I'm like, that's not the point. Does anybody want to live in Green Bay, Wisconsin? No offense. If I have any Wisconsin listeners, I don't know much about Wisconsin. But she lives in LA. This is just not a thing. This is not going to be a thing. So they have broken up, which they had a very big age split. She's very crunchy. I don't know that he is so crunchy. It just, and he needs to cut his hair. Oh my God. Like I I shouldn't appearance shame anyone. Cause like, I know I look homeless rolling out of bed some days, but like Aaron Rodgers, since he broke up with Danica Patrick has not looked the same. (laughs) He's, he's the same age as my husband and looks 10 years older. His, it just, it's not, it's not the stress of football either. It's just, it's just simply his like, 
way. And I just, please, someone just, someone just cut the hair and the, and the scraggly beard and the, no, no, we need, we need a, we need an image change because an image change is good for everyone. And I'm not shaming him for those who think you are, who think that I am, excuse me. I just, there's something about being polished. Like, you know how if you wear sweatpants for seven days in a row and then you put on a pair of jeans, you're like, wow, this is what this feels like. I'm feeling myself. By the way, I'm wearing jeans today, just so you know. And I left the house. And I feel more polished as if I were, nope. I feel more polished than if I were wearing leggings. Because these pants have a button and a zipper. You know what I'm talking about? A good haircut and a new outfit change your life. Change your whole demeanor, personality, happy hormones, whatever we get from that. It's, it's, it's golden. It's like taking a pill. And I can say that because I'm a nurse and I know what pills do for us. So believe me. So they broke up and he needs his, whomever his manager or PR person is needs, needs like, come on, he's in a state farm commercial, like do something. Come on, be eligible. You're, you are one of the most eligible bachelors in America be that. Don't be this like wet dog looking dud. You know, you know what I'm saying. You do, you know, and it's okay. So think about it. Like right now he's like, he's okay. This is how I'm going to describe it right now. Aaron Rodgers looks like someone who doesn't care. Why would anybody want to date someone who doesn't, who looks like they don't care? Cause are they going to care about you? No. Put a little effort in. Polish thyself. It's going to be, you're going to, he looks good. He's a good looking man. Just cut your hair and put a suit on. And it's like a game changer. Take, take some notes from Joe Burrow. He looks 10 out of 10 everywhere he goes. (laughs) We love him. We love Joe Burrow. (laughs) But congrats to LA Rams again, like I said. Okay. My last story, and this came out today and I find it just so funny that I have to, I have to talk about it. So Tom Hanks son, not Colin Hanks, Chet, his son with Rita Wilson is saying that he did not have a strong male role model growing up. And I think that's absurd. His father was Tom Hanks. Other than Bob Saget, Tom Hanks is America's dad. So no. He says, I didn't have a strong male model, strong male. Oh my God. I didn't have a strong male role model to tell me, bro, screw these people. They're just jealous of you. When people called him arrogant, entitled, and spoiled when, you know, he got disrespected or made fun of for his family being famous. So he basically goes on to say that like they threw shade at me and, you know, they made me feel bad about myself and I didn't have anyone to tell me that, you know, brush it off. It'll be okay. This is, this article is very bizarre because like, not that I love this word, but like this guy is like privileged, right? The white boy summer rapper said people used to make up their minds about him before even getting to know him. Okay, so you're Tom Hanks' son, and you're mad that people made fun of you for having famous parents and told you that you were spoiled. You probably are spoiled because you have a song called White Boy Summer. Like, what? 
He said, I encountered a lot of disdain, a lot of animosity and negativity because everybody was prepared to hate my guts. That's probably because you were a douche. Like, right? He goes on to say (laughs) he regularly posts photos of him flexing his muscles on Instagram and added that his hard exterior, he's got tattoos, and and his ability to intimidate many of his haters never had the nerve to confront him to his face. I can't. This guy's so full of himself. (laughs) And he's good looking too. Minus, you know, the whole douche appearance. Looks pretty good. He then clarified he understands growing up with privilege can result in resentment from those who are not as fortunate. Well, yes, obviously. This is from page six, so it's going to have a little spice in this article. I just, I think that he's trying to do one of those, like, oh, I'm branching off from my parents and I'm doing something new, but like, you're Tom Hanks' kid. Just be nice. Just be nice, Chet. Maybe he's mad his name is Chet. Maybe that's the problem. What's his siblings' names? Let me scroll down. His half siblings are named Colin, which we know Colin Hanks. He's on TV, and then Elizabeth, and then his um. Oh, his twin is named Truman. I would prefer the name Truman if I was one of these twins. I wonder where they got Chet. Maybe his name's Charles. And they just go by Chet. I'll look into that. But yeah, that's... Come on, dude. Like, seriously? Just like whiny baby crap. I... Mm. Anyway, that's all the pop culture updates I have for you. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot of Kanye and a lot of royal things. But that's just the world we live in today. Let me scroll quickly on my phone just to see what else is there. Let's see. Um, the universe of TikTok is speculating that we're going to get an announcement on the Taylor Swift albums very soon based on the clues. I won't go through the clues with you because there's too many and they all mean very minute problems, but just possibly. And that would be so great. She was seen last week leaving a friend's apartment with a notebook and a keyboard. So Blondie's writing songs. And we all need that. And Joe Alwyn, her boyfriend, is going to be in a new show, which I can't wait to watch. It's going to be on Hulu. I don't know the name of it, <laughs> but I will watch it. I'm so excited. Um, I think that's all I have. Let me see if I have any good stories to tell. I don't know, guys. I don't know if I have any good stories to tell. Just that snowboarding kid in the dinosaur costume. <laughs> I watched that video like six times. I love him so much. He's four. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. I'll definitely post it. Um, yeah, I I missed you guys chit-chatting with you. I worked five days last week, which is, you know, why I was a little otherwise absent other than the pre-recorded stuff on last week's show. It's because I was at work and I was tired. Oh, I forgot to mention. I did this most crazy thing. I woke up early before work to work out. I think I need a CAT scan. Like, I don't do that. But I woke up two of the five days that I worked last week early to work out. It was okay. My coworkers asked why I was so tired. (laughs) It's like, well, because I woke up early. But not too much early, like 40 minutes. But still, that 40 minutes is golden sleep. Such golden sleep. We are a a little short at work again. So your girl might be working a lot. Until this podcast pops off and then 
I'll go part-time because I get to keep my benefits. But that may not be for a while. My boss found out I had a podcast, but I don't know that she knows the name of it. And I don't know that she listens, but hi, Lisa, if you do. (laughs) I tried really hard not to curse on this episode (laughs) now that she knows. (laughs) Which, how did I do? My friend Megan will tell me because, you know, she, she tells me when I curse too much, which is any cursing from her perspective. So I really, really tried. And perhaps maybe I should, oh, the UPS truck was here. I don't know if you heard that. That was very loud. What's my neighbor getting in the mail? I wonder. Um, but yeah, I woke up early to work out. I'm still on my little vegetarian quest. I was looking at a menu the other day and I forgot I was vegetarian. <laughs> I almost ordered chicken, <laughs> but I didn't. It's fine. I remember before I ordered. Um, Paul keeps forgetting. He ordered. He got us um, pork chops for dinner a day this week. Pork comes from pigs, so not eating that. Um, but it's okay. He he did not get me a whole tuna steak. Again, he got me a salmon fillet as well. So that's good. Um, you guys don't care about that. I'm just waiting for the UPS truck to leave because it's going to be loud. There it goes. Well, I think that's it for me today, you guys. I wish I had more fun stories, but I haven't really gone anywhere and done anything. Oh, so one last thing. I finished Sex and the City. The and just like that reboot. Miranda is still the worst. I I am really disappointed in the way this show was written. I think the writers need to be locked up. I, I'm hate, I hate watched it. I didn't want to watch it, but I had to know what they, what they did to these characters. Um, the only character I like is Anthony. I think Carrie has a lot of flaws. I think what I wanted resolution about spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, resolution about the way her, her, when she was writing her book with her editor, I wanted resolution on that. I wanted, um, Charlotte's non-binary kid to have a mitzvah that didn't happen. Charlotte was mitzvahed, which I guess that's fine. Um, I wanted Miranda not to be any part of her character. <laughs> I have so many questions about the end with Big's ashes. I, I don't know. It's just, I, this writing seemed so like scatter plot. Like we're just going to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And it's not going to make sense. And it's not going to flow. And we're just going to roll with it because people are going to watch it anyway. And guess what? They're right. We watched it anyway. Were we entertained? No. Do we like it? No. I don't know a single person who likes it. I, I'm not, I don't, I have not found them. No one likes the show. So I don't know that if there were a second season I would watch. Um, Cynthia Nixon said something yesterday. Let me find what she said. I put it on my Instagram stories because it was funny. Let me see what she said. This is from... Okay. If you're looking for Sex in the City, you should watch the reruns. This is a new show for this moment and for the moment in these original characters' lives. No, it isn't. We are watching you, Cynthia Nixon, not Miranda. 
we are watching a love story that took place on the Brooklyn Bridge disintegrate into the atmosphere. No one wants that. No one wanted Big to die. No one wants that. No, no, that's not what we're that's not what we're watching. Oh, someone commented, "I loved the show." Who is this person? Let me click on them. Well, they have stars and sparkles by their name on Instagram, so I think that says more about them than it does the show. Let me see whoever likes this. Oh, someone named Nuola Benito agrees with me. She took her real-life experience and shoved it on Miranda's character. Amen. Someone named Brianna said, oh, trust me, we know it's no longer Sex in the City. Yep. Um, Oceans and Animals says they should have left a good thing alone. Oh, I'm so into these comments. These people are my people. They're like us. Yep. Agree. No one other than that one person likes the show. Oh, there's eight comments or anything on. Uh, okay. One person agrees with her, but then someone else got in a fight. So yeah, no one, no one agrees with her. They like the show. It all sucks. And, um, that's that. So I'm hoping to have my cardiologist friend on the show in the next few weeks. It's just a scheduling thing at this point. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'll see you guys next week. If you have questions, comments, concerns, please, you know where to send them, but I will tell you anyway, 32pod at gmail.com, 32pod at TikTok, at 32pod on Instagram. And I thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify, Google, and Apple. Please leave a comment if you feel like telling me how much you love me. I love words of affirmation. It's my love language. Um, if you did not like what you heard, continue to leave a five-star review, but tell me how I can improve. Um, contact me on the ways I just told you to. If you want to be on the show, please let me know. If you would be so kind as to share the show on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. I don't have Twitter, but if you want to share it on Twitter, that's fine. Um, share it with someone who you think I would love, who you love, or someone who you think would love me. And remember, it's never too rude to have 32. Bye. Bye.